without realizing you have it. So do your part and stay home. It's important to limit in-person interaction with anyone outside of your immediate household, but phone and video chat are safe ways to connect. It's also important to limit social gatherings. If you need essential items like food and medicine, try using a delivery service. If you must leave your house for essential items or if you want to take a walk for exercise, make sure to wear a cloth face covering. Stay at least six feet away from other people. Try not to touch frequently touched surfaces like light signals, street signs, or benches. And wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds as often as possible. This advice applies to people of any age, including teens and younger adults. It takes all of us to slow the spread of the coronavirus, so stay home unless absolutely necessary. Visit coronavirus.gov for the latest information. KYBN. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. Views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN radio network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to Just Chat with Bree. Today, we have a special encore presentation of Thursday night's Indie Spotlight. Tonight's spotlight will be Bobby Joe Bell, country singer extraordinaire. Please join us at 7 p.m. tonight, Pacific Standard Time. Or good evening. Today, we have a young man that I met while I was working one day, <laughs> and I was dropping him off at his work site, and we struck up a conversation, and my goodness, he's in the music industry, and I felt that he would be an awesome candidate to bring on the show. This is Too Tall Thomas. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you today? You know what? I am doing um pretty good. I, I'm I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'm doing all right. So, what have you been up to since the last time we talked? Well, since the last time we talked, I started working with this band, and we're starting to do different venues and different shows all over the uh, Phoenix, Arizona area. We're also moving out a little bit into different states and different countries, and since we are close to the Mexico border. Uh, I've also been working in the studio uh, with my buddy, uh, Bobby Joe Bell. He's a country singer down in the local area. It's starting to go national, actually. A bunch of songs on Spotify, uh, one of which I actually wrote. Uh-huh. And there we go. <laughs> so my triple T, that's too tall, Thomas, he is a writer and he's a sound engineer and he wrote some songs on Bobby Joe Bell's album. So now let's, let's stop and go back a little bit. When did you first get into writing music? Uh, I actually never wanted to write music to begin with. I Actually, over the last couple of years, got into writing, into actually writing songs. I all the time used to change lyrics to different songs just to make them funny, make people laugh, but never actually sat down to write a song. So I started working in the studio, and once I did that, I got the confidence up to actually put the words down on paper. And since then, it actually kind of took off just a little bit. Okay, so you're also a sound engineer. Oh. Of the different things that you do, which one is your favorite and why? Uh, I love being a sound engineer for live shows, uh, different events, different entertainments, different things that go on, um, everything from stand-up comedy to big va- big bands and big venues. I've done full festivals. Uh, it's just entertaining, and the fact that it's there and you don't get a chance to turn around and redo. There's no rewind in live sound. And that's just something I've always been passionate about. 
Now, what was your very first gig that you did? Um, actually, I grew up, my mom was a gospel singer, so I oh, started wow. going to different gigs and different events that they did, uh, different gospel sings and conventions. And since I was able to carry an XLR cable, I was uh, helping out with different shows here and there. The first show I actually ran myself, um, it was just me and uh, there was a guitar player there and I was DJing and he did some acoustic stuff here and there and it was just a nice little party at a friend's house. He, he paid me 20 bucks for the whole day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My goodness. The inflation, huh? Inflation. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad to even get paid at that point. My first gig. Yeah, I can imagine. So, okay, you come from gospel roots. Do you sing? Or is this like all hand labor? Um, it's a little bit of hand labor. Uh, I do sing a little bit. I don't put myself out there normally. Maybe you can catch me on a karaoke night. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to go do karaoke. <laughs> I am definitely down you for a karaoke said, night with you. Yeah, you said the magic word. Karaoke, I said straight up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my theory with karaoke is I don't know those people out there. I can sing whatever I want. <laughs> that's that's about the same. Uh, you know, most of the places I do go, though, I've become a regular, especially since I don't get out much, and it's the same places that are open when I do have the night off. Ah, but I okay. love going out and just entertaining, making people smile. Um, it's it just you know makes me feel good. Wow, I'm going to have to remember that. So the next time I'm out that way, we're going to have to meet up and go do karaoke. Yeah. Okay, i got a karaoke partner now. Woo! <laughs> I can't For sure. I mean, there's a bunch not, of places. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm not just saying that, and I won't get up there and, and be flat. I, I, can, I can sing when I need to. So. <laughs> so now, okay, tell me. So, okay, you came from... Uh, a gospel-type rooted background, you you worked at an early age. Did you ever see yourself doing this on a full-time basis, or was it something that just kind of progressed as you, as you, you know, went on into it? Honestly, I never thought I'd be able to do this on a full-time basis. Um, I was just, I, I always just worked hard. I was a little bit of a workaholic for the longest time. Um, joined the army when I was 18, uh, even took my gear out and helped out, set up for karaoke and stuff on my downtime to help the troops with their morale. Um, even when I got out, started my own business, did it as a hobby at nighttime over the weekends. Then it just started taking off little by little where I was doing seven nights a week plus my full-time job. And then, uh, yeah, it just progressed by itself naturally. And now... It really, I'm, I'm able to chase my dreams, and it makes me feel good that I actually worked this hard to be able to do that. Okay, so when you do your events and, and, and your, you know, your productions and stuff, are you the main sound person, or is there a team of you guys that work together? Um, it all depends on the show, actually, and how big it's going to be. Um, normally, I am the A1, the head engineer. Um, I would have a team of people. Uh, the a, normally, it goes A1, the head engineer. A2 is my assistant. And then we'll have a, a production person with us who, who's just assisting us all around. As a team of three, that's basically in the normal, bigger shows that I've done. Oh, okay. Always wondered how that worked, because you know, you go to the concert, see everybody there with all their boards and everything, and you're like, man, how do they know who's doing what? And, you know, you got that, you got your earphones on, and then you hear that big squeak, and everybody turns and looks back at you guys. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if, if, uh, no, normally those big squeaks should be taken care of beforehand uh, if, they, if the band was able to do a proper sound check. Oh. But other than that, I mean, there, there can be. I mean, with the larger festivals and shows where you have the um, big, huge stages, couple tens of thousands of people, even hundreds of thousands of people, you have a team of anywhere from five to six to seven engineers, and that's not counting the under the assistants and the production stage crew and all that. You can have a team up to 100 people on a good show, if not more. Wow, wow. Well, let's go to a quick break, and then we're going to come right back with two tall Thomas. <laughs> Three. 
under my feet Nothing on this white rock A little old me I got two miles till He makes them And if I'm right We're headed straight for hell I'm going home Gonna load my shotgun Wait by the door and light a cigarette He wants a fire Well now he's got one And he ain't seen me crazy yet He's like my face And he shook me like a rag doll And that sound like a real man I'm on the show I'm one little girl's made of Ten, another six pack in And I can feel the rumble like the cold black wind He pulls in the drive, the gravel flies But he don't know what's waiting here this time Yeah, I'm going home, gonna load my shotgun Wait by the door and light a cigarette He wants a fight, well now he's got one And he ain't seen me crazy yet He's like my face and he shook me like a rag doll But that sound like a real man I wanna show him what little girls are made of Gunpowder and lead His fist is big but my gun's bigger He'll find out when I pull the trigger I'm going home gonna load my shotgun Wait on the door and light a cigarette He wants to find well now he's got one and he Sir sure. 
more fun, more talk, more music just dead ahead. Don't you go anywhere because there's more Just Chat with Bree to come. Mountain View, California. And welcome back. I am here today with Triple T, Two Tall Thomas. Oh, look at there. I just, I just made up a new name. How about that? <laughs> he is a writer, a sound engineer, an all-around nice guy. And he wrote a song for Bobby Joe Bell, who is a local Arizona-type celebrity. You guys wouldn't know that much about that, but when we finish, you will. So... Tell me about this song that you wrote for Bobby Joe Bell. Well, um, I was going through uh, somewhat of a rough time. Uh, I was in the Army, as I mentioned before, and when I got out, I was diagnosed with PTSD. In going through that rough time, I was you know, doing my own way of getting, of getting past it and getting over some things, and they were just like, write down your feelings, see what happens. And I just did. I was just like... I wrote it down, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I think other people need to actually hear this, because this is something that I would literally tell somebody if they were going through what I was going through. Would you say that music is a, a healing spirit, that it's, you can, you know, lyrics and music is soothing for the soul? Oh, that's, that's for sure. Music is life. Music is the literally the language of the universe, and it can soothe. It can it can create feelings. It can help feelings. It can help you get through your day. I mean, there literally is nothing like rolling down your windows on a nice fall day and blasting music while you go on a nice long car ride. That's therapeutic as all get out. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I think music can music can heal. Now. You told me on that particular song how you got your inspiration. But when you're writing, your lyrics, do they come from thoughts? Do all of your, all of your songs have personal experiences, or can you see something and get creative from there? Uh, in my case, everything that I've written about is personal experiences, personal feelings, and basically, in a way, advice, things I want to say, like, can actually say it through regular words. Oh, okay. I mean, other people get inspired by a lot of different things. My case, and that's the way I do it. I, I, like I said, when I've been changing lyrics on other songs just to make people laugh, I'm inspired by what's going on. But when it comes to my own, I, I tend to take it a little personal. Well, a lot of people do that. A lot of people use music to vent. They use music to relax. I use music to calm myself, you're right. Music is a healing source for a lot of people, and the fact that it's personal for you probably makes it personal for a lot of other people that you don't even know about because they can relate to your lyrics. And that's normally what I've been hearing a lot uh, as people hear my song, and when I talk to them about it, they do they do relate a lot more to it. They they understand, and they know that feeling. They know that level of 
what it's like to keep going. When, where do you get your music from after you write your lyrics? How do you come up with your music? That, it's a little, it's actually a collaboration between a lot of talented individuals. Uh, the song you hear on Spotify that uh, Bobby Joe Bell did that I wrote, that's released now, uh, was collaborated by everybody who's playing the instrument. I put the lyrics down and wrote basically the the melody to it. Uh, then the drummer came in, he added drums, uh, his style, his, his sound to what he thought, and we sat there and collaborated with it. Probably just for the drums alone, took about five, six hours just to sit down and really zoom into what, what we wanted to hear. The bass player came in and did the same thing, um, the steel guitar player, the guitar player, uh, even even the en- even the engineer who added in the uh, strings and all that, they it was just all one big collaboration over an extended period of time. Wow, I, I like the way that all comes together. You know, you you started off and everyone puts a little part in there, and you end up with an awesome song. We're gonna go to a break really quick, and then we're gonna come back with more Triple T. <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
Softly whisper in my ear Run away with me, my dear And I would smile Oh, I would smile and say Take my hand Move closer to me Darling, when I'm laying here with you I'm free Oh, I'm free I still remember when You'd smile every time heard my name and I would do the same and I'm sorry dear if I seem insincere but there's hope for me if you just hold me near and even when the sun goes down I'll still be there for you and your smile becomes a frown when your smile becomes a frown We would lay outside, watch the stars, waiting for the fireflies. Then you softly whisper in my ear, run away with me, my dear. And I would smile, oh, I would smile and say, take my hand. Welcome back to today's Indie Spotlight with Triple T, Two Tall Thomas. I got a question. How did you get that name? That's actually a, kind of a funny story. So uh, when I was DJing a long time ago, uh, doing different gigs in different bars and stuff, I kept being put in these smaller booths. And I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four, 225 pounds on a good day. And they put me in these small booths in, in the corner of the bar. And anytime anybody come over and request, I'd always get out of the booth and come talk to them. And they'd always look at me like, man, you're tall. Wow, you're, you're too tall to be in there. So one day I came out, uh, it was almost all the regulars were there and everybody was, the bar was really packed. And I started the show off right off. My name is DJ Too Tall and I'm here. And everybody just went wild. Oh they could, they loved it, and the name stuck, and it never went anywhere since. And everywhere I go, I literally tell them, I was like, you can call me too tall, you can call me Tom. Everybody calls me everything but late for dinner. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like it. Triple T. Okay. <laughs> now you got to get a T-shirt with three T's on there. So, yeah. You know, just highlight the T's. Too tall. Thomas. 
highlight the T's on there. Yeah, okay. I'll, I won't take credit for that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just making some notes here. <laughs> the worst advice anyone has ever given you? Um, the worst advice? Yeah, see, I flipped it around. I know that, that one threw me off right there. Um, <laughs> I've had some pretty bad advice. Um, honestly, I think the worst advice had come from my former friend who literally told me to quit. They told me to stop doing the DJing, stop doing the music, basically go in and start working corporate jobs all the time because um, he was making good money doing that. He said, you just need to quit now. And I said, no. Uh, I told him I wasn't going to quit. This is literally what makes me feel good. This is my relaxation time kind of thing. And when I didn't quit and I didn't give up, that's when everything started pushing and becoming more more gigs, more jobs. And that's when I decided to pursue my studio career. Wow. And from there, it just turned into me quitting my uh quitting my business and moving straight into music. So are you, um, for lack of a better word, uh, classically trained or are you self-trained? <laughs> I, <am, laughs> I laugh because I'm not really trained. Uh, I'd say that because I have taken classes. I've gone to the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences here in, in Tempe, Mesa, Tempe Mesa, Arizona. I've done different courses online. I've Basically, the school of hard knocks when it, when you raised up in the, in the business and in the industry, you learn as you go, and as you go, you gain experience from that. That's awesome. So, all right, do you have contact information, a Facebook or, um, you know, some, some kind of contact information where people can hear the music that you've produced? Uh, you can find it on Spotify uh, under Bobby Joe Bell. The name of the album is Kicking It Country Style. I was a consultant on most of the album, and I, of course, like I said, I wrote the one song that he did produce on there. You can find that song. It's called Do You Know What It's Like? And, of course, that's on Spotify, Apple Music, and, uh, of course, you can go on to bobbyjoebell.com and find his music there as well. Wow. That is so cool. That's really cool. And he's doing very well with this song, isn't he? He is actually doing pretty good with it. Uh, the whole album has been taken off. Um, the, uh, he's booked a lot of different gigs in the area, as well as going all the way up to uh, Illinois and uh, the northeast or the northwest, um, and basically all over uh, as he can with this new album and of course, of course including his new project he has coming out as well with uh, raising funds for ALS and veterans. Oh, so tell me tell me about this. What What is that about? Um, well, that's something he can tell you a lot more about. Uh, but basically what he's doing is he wants to pe have people line dancing across the United States and all the proceeds for the song go to uh, ALS and veterans, and he's actually giving up all rights to this for his organization, hands up. Wow, now that sounds interesting. That's like one of those those commercials where they, I like to teach the world to sing kind of thing, right? <laughs> uh, kind, of, kind of the same thing. Uh, it's basically we, we want just people to get out, and, you know, it is hard for people with, especially disabled veterans with P with PTSD and issues, some of them have issues going out in crowded places and going out to different places. And it's raising awareness that if you actually go out and you think about it, like, I'm able to go out. I don't have to fight my personal anxieties to go out and do all this stuff. And then, of course, with ALS, they have trouble doing almost everything, But especially when you get into the further along the lines of, you know, the disease, they can't go out and dance. And when they do, it's very hard for them to do that. So we're going to get out, we're going to dance, and we're going to basically help raise awareness for them to help maybe raise some funds and maybe eventually cure it. Well, well you're definitely going to have to um, come back and talk to us about that or have Bobby come in and, you know, come with you and and, and share more information on that. That's something that's really for a good cause. So I look forward to hearing well, I would about love, that. I would love to have Bobby Joe on here with me and definitely be able to introduce your listeners to him. We're going we're gonna to definitely work on that. So 
that's something that we'll be looking forward to. Most definitely. Let's go to a brief break real quick, and then we're going to come back with my triple T. <laughs> <laughs>
know what it's like to give up everything? Do you know what it's like to make your own will at 19? Do you know what it's like to leave your family and friends? Do you know what it's like knowing you might not see them again? Do you know what it's like to fight hard every day? Do you know what it's like to only stop to pray? Well, I do. It gets harder till the end. And I do. Let me tell you this, my friend. Cause I'd do it all over in a second. And even let me mention, no matter what life threw me, I still survived. Though there was pain and sorrow, didn't know if I had tomorrow. I learned a hell of a lot, living that life. Do you know what it's like to lose everything? Do you know what it's like to give up on that wedding ring? Do you know what it's like to start back at square one? Do you know what it's like to lose everyone? Well, I do. It's harder every day. And I do. Listen to me when I say I'd do it all over in a second And even let me mention No matter what life threw me I will survive, yeah Though there's still pain and sorrow Don't know if I have tomorrow I learned a hell of a lot Living that life, let me tell you don't give up hope Fight to the end Love with all your heart And always be a good friend Help those in need Oh, when you can Take pride in your work And don't forget This ain't peace Is all this rain getting you down? Are you just longing for a bit of sun? It's time to get away. And what's the best way? Flight Center. We're the world's number one discount flight specialists. With the lowest airfares. Guaranteed. Get away from the rain. Call Flight Center on 08705 66 66. KYBN Studio One World Advantage Network Welcome back to today's Indie Spotlight and to Tall Thomas, the man I call Triple T. So, (laughs) I have a question for you. If you had an intern or an apprentice that was working up under you, what would be some of the things you would tell him or her to do if they're going to come into this business and be serious about it? Pay attention. Uh, attention to detail, attention to what you're being told. Basically, listen and soak as much in as you can because you never know what little thing that you're taught that you'll need down the way, Uh, anything. Even if you're – I still wrap cables. Of course, it's kind of like an industry industry standard the way everybody wraps cables, but – still wrapping cables the same way as, as when I was taught. There's a certain thing I do with my tape on different wires that I know it, it just helps me out. But it's something I was taught years and years and years ago that not everybody does, but it helps me along my way. And it, it's little things, it's the little things that add up 
to make a good show happen. Because without the little things, the bigger things won't ever work. That's pretty good advice. Um, what's the funnest venue that you ever worked at? The funnest venue? Kind of a little bit of a hard one. I've had a lot of fun venues. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll go with top two. I think my, well, it's kind of a tie, basically. Uh, I did a show. I was the live sound engineer for a local wrestling company out in Pennsylvania. And when they do the bigger shows, they always have a big-name artist or big-name entertainer come in. And one of the entertainers that came in, we did a whole big show, the whole production. It went off great. The crowd was going wild. Uh, and I actually got to be part of the show by being called out into the ring. And uh, I, I got to hang out with half the, half the entertainers and half the, half the acts that were there. It was it was just one of those experiences like, yeah, this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm going to do, is keep doing and putting on these shows. That was probably kind of the aha moment that even if I have to do it as a, even as a hobby, I'm never going to leave it. I'm never going to leave the entertainment industry. Wow. And for the other one, um, it's actually more recent. That one was probably like almost almost a decade ago, if if not a decade ago, but this this last recent one, uh, not last one, but recent months, uh, they actually shut down one of the streets in Phoenix through a big stage, and the band performed for a couple thousand people in the middle of downtown Phoenix next to the Orpheum Theater, and it was a full show. Like The power of that show, being able to have it out in, in the middle of the city like that, was like, yep, I'm doing the right thing, and this is where I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> I got another question so, for you. If you could do the sound system for any artist and be the number one guy, who would that be? Garth Brooks. Oh, that's a good Hands one. Down. That's a Hands good down, without one. a doubt. Oh, my God. That yeah, is... he's always been a, a, an idol of mine, not just because he's, he's a good artist, it's because of his entertainment factor I don't think anybody can really relate and even match up to it. He's put on a great show for decades, and he's never let it get to the fact that he that's what he's doing. He's putting on a show. He's an entertainer, and he never lets that kind of get to his head. He knows that that's still what he's doing, and he puts 110% into it every time. And that's kind of what pushed me into getting into the industry is that entertaining people, making people feel good, putting on a great show, and that reward at the end of the show where everybody, they had a great time, they're leaving, and it's just the quiet afterwards. It's satisfying, the fact that you know that you help put that on. Garth Brooks is a good one. That's, you know, that I, I wouldn't have expected you to say that one. That, but that is, <laughs> <laughs> that is really a good one. Wow, this has been really cool. You got any shout-outs you want to give to anyone? Shout-out to the Raven Studio crew out here in uh, Mesa. Um, shout-out to the Instant Classics, a band I've been working with now. Um, basically, everybody who's helped me, thank you. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. Well, I definitely look forward to you coming back and getting an opportunity to talk with you and Bobby. That. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's not that often that you get a, a songwriter and the singer together and be able to talk to both of them and kind of get a feel for, you know, how it flows. So I'm excited about that. And I'm really glad that we were able to connect and meet so that I can showcase an Arizonian. Woo-hoo! <laughs> well, like they said, they do say everything happens for a reason, and the fact that you picked me up on the way to the studio, that right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that's just meant to be, and I and, and the fact that you actually took the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me, I, I feel honored. Hey, you know so what? You. I'm honored because you talked back, and you didn't have to. And so I, I enjoy that. I like that. And, and I, I do that job because it gives me an opportunity to intermingle with people, and I've been doing it for a long time. So I enjoy it. It's, that's my stress relief. And, and right. 
you know. And a, you a never know who you're going to meet. No, you, you really don't. You really don't. I've met some very interesting people just driving, and it's just it's an awesome thing. So it's been life-changing for me to the point where, you know, I've had everything from a celebrity or two to someone that was planning to end their life that day. So it's definitely a, a, a rewarding type of, of job to do. And then getting an opportunity to sit and talk and share everything with my listening audience, I love it. I love it. So you got any parting words before we get ready to sign off? Um, no, listen to my song, uh, enjoy it, and uh, yeah, hopefully you guys have a great 2022. Awesome. Well, you're going to be back, so it's it's all good. So he's not saying <laughs> so long, see ya. He's like, until Oh, no, I did not say goodbye. I, I do not say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just a, until the next time. So, to Tall Thomas, thank you so much for coming and joining me today. And I am excited and looking forward to getting a chance to talk to you again, and we can pull up all kinds of other topics and, and talk about them as well. So, listeners, that's it for today, and you guys have an awesome rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, and I will talk to you soon. And to Tall Thomas, thank you again for coming and hanging out with me today. Hey, thank you for having me. No problem. All right, listeners. We'll see you soon.
Network, and we invite you to join our radio station live by going to our webpage at www.kybnradio.com or listen to us on your smartphone, iPad, or tablet by downloading our mobile app and looking for KYBN Studio One World Advantage Network, the radio station heard around the world, bringing you great entertainment for your listening pleasure 24 hours a day. 